First Baptist Athens offers this podcast of devotions for Lent. Today's devotion is offered by Mark Sanders. It is based on the story of Jesus praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, recorded in Matthew 26, 36-46. The scripture is read from the Common English Bible. The devotion begins with music provided by Sarah Delbane playing What Wondrous Love Is This Arranged for Flute. Lay aside everything else for the next few minutes. Allow the music to settle your soul, making space to listen for God. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. He said to the disciples, Stay here while I go and pray over there. When he took Peter and Zebedee's two sons, he began to feel sad and anxious. Then he said to them, I'm very sad. It's as if I'm dying. Stay here and keep alert with me. Then he went a short distance farther and fell on his face and prayed. My father, if it's possible, take this cup of suffering away from me. However, not what I want, but what you want. He came back to the disciples and found them sleeping. He said to Peter, Couldn't you stay alert one hour with me? Stay alert and pray so that you won't give in to temptation. The spirit is eager, but the flesh is weak. A second time. He went away and prayed. My father, if it's not possible that this cup be taken away unless I drink it, then let it be what you want. Again, he came and found them sleeping. Their eyes were heavy with sleep. But he left them and again went and prayed the same words for the third time. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Will you sleep and rest all night? Look. The time has come for the human one to be betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up. Let's go. Look, 
Here comes my betrayer. As we wrestle with all that comes with Holy Week, this passage takes us to some of Jesus' darkest moments leading up to the crucifixion. As we see Jesus experiencing emotions that up until this point, we really haven't seen or heard him experience before. The scripture says that Jesus told his trusted disciples, Peter, James, and John, that he was deeply grieved, even to death. The Gospels rarely describe Jesus by any emotion other than compassionate, and that's what makes this story of the Garden of Gethsemane so compelling. And while there is a lot to unpack in this passage, both in the words that Jesus prays and the internal agony he endures, I am fixated on the contrast of what Jesus is going through and the actions, or rather lack of actions, from Peter, James, and John in Gethsemane after they hear Jesus' call for comfort in a time of need. What sticks with me the most in this text is the simultaneous warning and reassurance that Jesus' message to his disciple provides. On three separate occasions in this passage, we are told that the disciples slept while Jesus wrestled with the impending misery he was set to face. Jesus says, So could you not stay awake with me one hour? Stay awake and pray that you may not come into this time of trial. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. We are led to believe that the disciples likely had every intention of staying awake with Jesus, for they had followed him this far. But it was their earthly nature that kept them from fully being there in Jesus' most dire moments. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Upon first glance, this message from Jesus seems like a warning to the disciples. But after rereading this passage, I can also hear the compassion in Jesus' voice as he speaks to the disciples, acknowledging the human struggle that they are experiencing in Gethsemane. This whole passage balances the humanity and divinity that Jesus embodied in some of his final hours. Jesus does not ignore the hard truths that face him. And maybe more importantly, he doesn't shy away from telling his friends how he feels. Desperate, with a need for the presence of others, we find Jesus to be very human and vulnerable in this passage. And while Jesus knew the crucifixion awaited him, he also knew the burden of sin he was to bear for his disciples, despite their sleepiness. How often do we fail in our own lives? How often do our intentions fall short? I am reminded of the simple things. The gym membership I buy in January that goes mostly unused. Or the growing stack of books on my shelf that I can't wait to read. Just not today. But I believe this sleepiness creeps into our lives in more subtle ways that we may not clearly see. How often do we give in to the temptation despite our best intentions not to? How many loved ones do we neglect despite our desires to be kind and loving neighbors? It is our nature to fall short of our intentions, to fall asleep. But fortunately, in this scripture, we are also provided with hope and a way to cope with our sleepiness. We are challenged by this text, not only in these Gethsemane moments in our lives, but at all times to stay awake and go to God in prayer. Whether we're the ones in agony or the friends called just to be there with loved ones during their times of trial. Dear God, during this holy week, let us reflect upon the Gethsemane moments we face in our own lives. Open our hearts to see the things that Jesus may be asking us to do. Things that we think we may be too tired or too weak to do. And give us the strength to stay awake so that we may see the gift of your son Jesus at work in our lives. In your name we pray. Amen.